My name is Brenna Nation, and I'm here today to talk about generosity. I've always loved music. My brain is one that remembers things and like rhymes and poetry and stories and songs. So it's not terribly surprising to me that when I think about generosity, one of the first things I think of is a song I used to sing in church growing up about the fruits of the Spirit. I don't know the exact words, but it went something like, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the fruits of the Spirit to me. It rhymed. Um, <laughs> I think we often talk about the fruits of the Spirit, love and joy, faith, even patience and self-control, but generosity is often missing from the conversation. Um, but when I really think about it, generosity has been one of the hallmarks of my life. I was raised by parents who were often giving. Uh, my mom, especially, uh, was always willing to help other people financially. I don't know if it's because she remembered her childhood and not having enough, or if it's because her heart has always been so big, but if somebody needed to raise money for something, they didn't have to look much farther than my mom. It didn't really matter what the cause was. Uh, food banks, uh, financial giving campaigns at churches or field trips, orphanages in South America. Um, my mom freely gave to all of these causes near and far and really saw and still does see to this day uh, money as a gift from God and one that she wanted to pass along to other people. It was probably at least partly from her that I began to form this belief that I still hold today that everything we give away comes back to us in some form. And holding this belief has helped me to freely and generously give um, to others in ways that seem authentic to me. I do have to tell you, uh, the ways that I give are very different than the family that raised me. My sweet mom, uh, who never missed an opportunity to silently write a check without fanfare, uh, gave a different set of spiritual gifts to me. But we both share the same heart for generosity. Thinking about our shared heart uh, and our different spiritual gifts, I'm reminded of another song uh, called, oh gosh, something about the body of Christ by Casting Crowns. And I first was drawn to this song in high school as a little queer kid, and in the early 2000s, and my heart was just breaking in a million different ways, and I was wrestling with the idea of whether or not I wanted to be a part of the body of Christ and whether I had a place in the church. And I'm drawn to this song again today for different reasons. I'll read you a couple lines. But if we are the body, why aren't her arms reaching? Why aren't their hands healing? Why aren't his words teaching? And if we are the body, why aren't their feet going? Why is his love not showing them there is a way? This song reminds me that it takes all kinds of people, giving in all kinds of ways, for this community to run. We are all called to play our part, and each is equally important. My wife, who is an anatomist and studies the human body, can attest that it takes all the organs and all the parts of the body for the body to function and no part is too small. It takes so many people giving of themselves and meeting us with their gifts for this place of reconciliation to run. It takes bakers for coffee hour, and it takes singers for the choir, and it takes prayer warriors, and it takes people silently writing checks. 
It takes teachers and people with special interests, like I have for the Enneagram, um, who are willing to lead an adult formation class, like I was able to do earlier this year. It takes people who love God's creation and are willing to come and help clean it up a little bit and give it a little extra love. I know we've got another day coming up soon. Um, it takes people who are going to show up here at 7 a.m. and open the door because it is not going to be me. <laughs> it takes members of the Altar Guild, even though I'm still not quite sure what they do. <laughs> It takes all of us coming together in all kinds of ways um, to make this place run. So what do you have to offer? What do you bring to the table? What can you do this year to give to reconciliation? I know it's been a hard year for a lot of people, and there have certainly been times in my life where I felt I didn't have much to offer or much to give. There have been times when all I had to offer were my tears or my presence or my participation, and there have been times when all I had to offer was myself to receive. Wherever you are in life, I invite you to share or receive God's gift in your life with the community of reconciliation. We are the body of Christ, and it takes all kinds. I've been in recovery from addiction for over five years, and one of the tenets of my recovery is being of service to people around me. And through this experience, I have truly watched lives personify that old adage that it is in giving that we truly receive. Because it is in giving ourselves that we receive community and love and connection. It is in sharing myself with you that I discover and unlock the spiritual gifts that were hidden beneath my fear or my selfishness. It's in putting aside my terror of standing in front of everyone that I realize I have words to say. It is in sitting with you in your darkest moments that God has made herself known to me time and time again in all her light and glory and power. It is in generosity that I have seen my cup grow, and it is in giving pieces of myself away that I have discovered the still small voice of God that has been within me all along. I invite you today to reflect on what gifts you have and how you might be willing to share them with us and the community that is reconciliation during this season of giving. May you rediscover old truths or songs and unlock buried treasures.